We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on a rainy day throughout the Delaware Valley, but a sunny day in our hearts because the birds are going to play in the Super Bowl on two Sundays. And they made the Super Bowl two days ago. It's just an amazing thing. Look, we'll continue to revel and celebrate in it. I mean, what a feeling it is. And we'll look back at how it happened, the accomplishment, the greatness of this football team, obviously some look ahead to the Eagles and Chiefs, a lot on the table. We'll mix in a few other things like the Sixers lost last night, but very heavy on the Eagles. And all of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Rich, Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello, John. The first Australian police force was assembled of convicts yeah it makes 1788 sense. yep the uh royal navy marines you know from britain yep were given the charge of policing this new colony and they're like we don't want that yep so they uh the governor selected 12 of the most upstanding convicts Ooh, he could find look at that and created a civilian law enforcement department that they called the night watch <laughs> It was the Night Watch. For those that don't know, that's a Game of Thrones reference. I like it. Yeah. There's no wall, though, right? I don't think there's a wall. I All right. I like that. Uh, Even more, I like the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And, guys, let's get into it. And sort of the journey here and how you feel and the accomplishment. Look, a lot's going through my mind, John. How I feel is full of pride, unique pride. You know, there are times where we feel really down about our teams. And there's a lot of times we just feel kind of – you know, average-ish about our teams, but there there are select moments you, in the uh, in the history. You're of, accustomed to that feeling. What I'm average being, Yeah, well, I'm just being clear. Like that's yeah, your, your I, norm. Yeah, that's true. No, no. Um, Th- look, this, this is amazing, man. Uh, be above and beyond. Yeah, it is. And I I think we agree 
on this team, Joe. You and they're, I, they're we feel the same way that this team is, uh, I'm not going to say a certainty, that this, I feel really great about where this team is headed. Yeah, the, in the game, in, yeah, I think the Eagles going to win. I do. <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to win. I believe we will be yeah. world champions again. And I, I hate to put the cart before the horse. So I do have a problem with that. But it's kind of like how I felt about the San Francisco game, honestly, John. I, 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 me feel, too. I feel abundant confidence. Me too. I mean, I, I'm sitting here. What is wrong? I with do. Me? And and we're and a lot of it's plane. yeah, and a lot of it's because of what we've seen this year. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I think this is. Now, if anyone disagrees with me, you can call. If you agree with me, you can call. I think this is the best Philadelphia sports team I've seen. Ever. Yeah, that I've seen. Now, let me clarify. I think it's the best Philly sports team since the 83 Sixers, and I was five years old, and so I don't lay claim to having seen the ins and outs of every night of Sixers basketball back then because I didn't. I was five, and to the extent that I did see games, I was obviously too young to fully comprehend. I mean, I was a yeah. prodigy, but you know, not to that level. I, I can't tell you what happened in November of you know, 82 in game six. Well, I probably could. But no, my point is that is – and that has always been what I believe to be, in my lifetime, the best team in Philadelphia sports. But I was too young to fully grasp it. Here's what I know. From the age of six on, I was all in and always in Philly sports. I can tell you about all these teams, all four. I can tell you a ton about them all. Mm-hmm. And I have seen thousands of Philadelphia sports games. I have seen thousands of Philadelphia athletes. And I've seen some really great teams. This is the best team I've seen in Philadelphia sports. The best. Actually, I, I put them. John, I think they are. I don't think that's far-fetched. I think they're, th- th- there's no doubt in my mind they're better than the 08 Phils. I feel really strong that they're better than the 2017 Eagles. They're better than any Flyers team I've seen. They're better than the 04 Eagles. They're better than the 87 Flyers. I mean, like, they're better than the 2011 Phils, which was the best regular season Phillies team I've seen. So, look, guys, I was too young. I was too young for the 67 Sixers. Uh, you know the 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 flyers of of uh, you know Bernie and Bobby Clark. I was too young. I know they were great teams. What I have seen with my own eyes, in a way that I could comprehend, call it the last thirty nine years, best team. And I don't even have a doubt about it, John. I, don't I have doubt no doubt it either, Joe. I the nineteen eighty Eagles team made me. I was six years old. Made you know made me more interested in football. I don't think I was old enough sure. yet to really appreciate how good they were. But I felt I have felt like our 2014 was special. I had a, a real pride in the way that worked. Of course, I was course, injured, yeah. uh, but but I, amazing, I do think we set team. a new standard, yeah. and then that standard was surpassed in 17 because they won it all, and that was glorious. Yep. This team, I mean, if you matched them up, this team, uh, there's nothing like it. There, there's an air, there's an air of mystery about this team that you know Nick, Nick does a good job of keeping everything under wraps, but they've got, uh, they've got uh, confusion on their side to some degree offensively, and I've never right. seen a defense do what they did this year. The sack production was incredible. I, I when you go down the line and and you compare like position by position, sure, uh, this team out duels every team in the nfl and then when i turn it back on that 17 team where where is that 17 team better than this yeah i think this team would beat that squad john whether it's with carson or whether it's false i just feel this team i mean here's the thing about this squad and and i say that's no disrespect to 17 or 04 the running backs were better in 17 
the running back group was better in 17. I yeah. agree with that. And maybe the safeties. Oh, no, got, de- no definitely the safeties. You got Rodney and Malcolm back there. Definitely. I have more faith in them. Yes. But I think those are the only position groups where they've got the edge. The 17 team has the edge yeah. on, on this team. Special teams a little better probably in 17. The punter was better than either of these two punters the Eagles have had this year. Better than both combined. You could, you could have both the best of both <laughs> put together and done it. Right, exactly. I mean, the thing about this team is – other than something like the punter, which we are frustrated about, but it's not that big a deal. It can it, be. No, no, it, it could be, but I don't think in the end it'll it'll bite them. It needs them. to be addressed. It does need to be addressed. <laughs> I, I agree. We with got John. two. Let's no, get mad about the punter. No, I agree. But, but <laughs> I that's where we're like. Let's not he, focus on that. Here's what I'll say: the the big topics. And by the way, it's not like 17 lack this, but the big topics you think in terms of this team checks every box. What do I mean? Talent. Balance, meaning offensive balance, pass and run, team balance, offense wow. and defense. Wow. They check balance in spades. They check schematic advantage. They have something going on that offense. That 17 team had the had, schematic I advantage. I agree with you. I agree with you. They, they, that team had schematic advantage. This team does. This team is well-coordinated on defense. A lot of people around here didn't know it. They are. You like Gannon better than Jim Schwartz? Uh, I don't know. I, I think they might be they might be about <laughs> I think the same. They're both really good. No, I think they're no both one wants I, to hear I, that. I totally agree. They they this team has culture. That team had culture. This team has leadership. That team had leadership. Um this team both teams had that focus. Team, hmm. Both teams had focus. Much. Uh, you know? Both the, the leadership is interesting though. Well that you know, that year, I mean Word is Malcolm was the guy. And by the way, we're going to have Ryan McLeod in studio tomorrow with us for close to two hours. And obviously we'll, we'll get in a lot of this kind of stuff with him. Um, you know, this is just one of those things I, where I, I am struck. I am struck. James, as we get ready for the Super Bowl, I am struck by the greatness of what has been in front of us the last four months that we get one more chance to say. Yeah, and that's the thing. One that, more chance. And they, say, and they always say it. The players always say it. Like, no matter what. And we know we're going to lose guys, but no matter what, this group will never be together. Yeah. Like this exact group. And and the fact that we're seeing 22 of the 22 day one starters yeah. are going to start in the Super Bowl. Right. The fact that this team is is as deep and as healthy and as talented as they are. We have the freaking, what we all should have been the MVP of the league there. Right. Like, it is it is astounding that, like, when it was 2017, we went into the Super Bowl with confidence, but it was because of the underdog thing. It was like a Philly thing, us against the world. Like, right. we're going into this Super Bowl with confidence because we've just had the best team in football without a doubt, all year long, right. and it hasn't been close. Well, and, I, and I'll say this in the right to the phone. I'll say this. I also believe, I believe this is absolutely the best NFL team since at least the 2013 Seahawks. Wow. And maybe before that. And, and what I mean That's by that is. a big statement. Yeah, like this isn't just a, a great Philly team. This right. is a great NFL team. This is a great Great NFL team. Did you guys see the Ruben Frank stat that was going around yesterday? Oh, this is phenomenal because there's been a whole lot. Oh, they haven't beaten anybody and all that type of stuff. This this was a great one. Went around yesterday. Here we go. From Ruben Frank. Listen to this. Uh, This is against the Eagles had an easy schedule, people. Best records in NFL history versus winning teams. The 1969 Vikings went 9-1. The 2007 Patriots went 9-1. The 2022 Eagles went 9-1. They are tied for the best record in the history of the NFL 
against winning teams. Yeah, I mean, that's... Mm. Now, now, I will say, on the flip Competition, side... Competition, all I that mean, stuff, I mean, a team like it. the Giants wasn't really legit. But still, like, all you can take it for is, is what it is. I understand. And that's, that's, that's an impressive number. I get it. You know, what we didn't have in 2017 was a bunch of guys who had won a Super Bowl before. Uh, we had Malcolm... Who, oh, it was a small list, whatever it was. Now we've got guys who, who were on this team yeah. winning Super Bowls in Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, guys who have been there and done that. When you talk about yep. leadership from that perspective, you've got guys who've been there and done it and succeeded. Yeah, and I that, mean. That helps immeasurably. It's a uh, it's a remarkable football team. Look, we want to hear from everyone, 215-592-9494. I mean, certainly day to react in the NFC Championship game. You want to look back, talk about that, the emotion, the feeling, if you were there, watch on TV, listen on here on WIP. That's all on the table. So, too, is looking ahead of the Super Bowl. But let's also just sort of take a moment and recognize the greatness of this squad and get into that because – Listen, I said it a few weeks ago. I'll say it again. We may not see a collection of talent like this. We might not again in our lifetime as Eagles fans. They are going to lose players right. because of the Hurts contract. I was I was actually on a Chicago radio station last night. Imagine that, of Chicago of all places. And the, the first question they asked me was, what is the biggest advantage the Eagles have against the Chiefs? And I, I took me aside. I was thinking, I'm thinking, I'm rifling, I'm thinking line, I'm thinking, what? And, I, and, I, and after I quickly rifled, I said, the biggest advantage they have is Patrick Mahomes' contract. Hmm. That, that the quarterbacks are yeah. equal-ish. Personally, I would take a healthy Mahomes. By the way, he's not healthy. But I do think Mahomes is better than Hurts. But here's what I know. They're close. One guy makes about $50 million, One guy makes about a million. Yep. That's how you get Bradbury. Yep. That's how you get Hassan Reddick. That's how you get A.J. Brown. Now, while those guys, well, some of the AJ Brown will be on the team next year, so will Reddick. Bradbury probably won't. Miles Sanders probably won't. You're going to lose some dudes. You know, uh, Hargrave probably won't, or at least some combination of them you're going to lose. One more shot. I believe it's the best team I have seen. I think for many of us, it's the best team we've seen in Philly sports. Let's get into it. 215 592 9494. Obviously, 67 Sixers, 83 Sixers. You got the 80, 80 Phils. You got the Flyers of the 70s. You got some great teams, but you're also going back in the 40, 50 years. So, depending on how old you are, I bet for many people, there are many that would agree best team they've seen. Let's go to the phones. Paul in Downingtown kicks us off. Good morning, Paul. Hey, good morning, guys. Hi, Paul. Great topic. And, uh, Joe, I'll just come out and say it. I think. This Philadelphia Eagles team might be the most talented NFL team in the salary cap era if you go position by position and rank them out of talent. I mean, they are unbelievably deep and unbelievably talented, um, which makes the uh, short-sightedness uh, at second punter something of a kind of like obvious wart. I mean, how he's done such a phenomenal job. I don't understand why he's left this weakness here. I mean, it's kind of like, in Star Wars, when they built the Death Star, there's this awesome technological accomplishment <laughs> the size of a moon. But there's yeah. this little hole that you can shoot a laser to, and it blows the whole yeah, thing Yeah, why'd up. you make that? I know, it's exactly. so funny. Like, it's exactly how this <laughs> roster construction reminds me of. Like, we've got this awesome roster with all this talent, and then we've got this weak link, this guy that can't kick the ball 40 yards. You know, and I think maybe a possible solution, maybe Jeff Lurie can go to, like, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and we can let some kid see if he wants to be the punter in the Super Bowl. Because, like, at least our hearts will feel good. Because uh-huh. this guy brings nothing. I mean, this partner that we have brings nothing. I don't know who he's related to or what kind of info he's got, but I, I can't believe that this guy isn't a contest winner from WIP. Well, listen, Paul, it is a secret seat. Yeah, it has got to be punter for a day. Look, it's it, unbelievable. It, hold on, hold on. It has been astounding 
that this guy's gone on now for it's probably been about five weeks. He's so bad, and they just keep trotting him out there. It, it's it's uh, and Paul appreciate the call. I mean, there has to be someone better, like right? That's I mean, my thought. Yes. There has to be. Yeah, there absolutely, absolutely has to that. be. I, yes. I mean, someone out there. Donnie Jones. He's like 41 or 44, yeah. 43. Like, you're telling me Donnie Jones can't get out there and be Sean better? Landetta. I believe he Landetta. can. Bring yeah. him back. How about a college kid that just graduated? He's 22 years old and he actually has a young leg. Sure. I mean, someone out there can punt better than this guy. Ken and Cinnamons. And Ken, what's going on, man? Good morning, my friends. How are we today? Great, Ken. Only in Philadelphia would we be headed to the Super Bowl worried about how the punter might cost us the game. <laughs> well, but, Ken, but it goes to show we have so little to worry about. Exactly, exactly. I'll tell you, uh, talking about best teams in our lifetimes, and as as you guys know, my lifetime spans a little further than yours. This is this is by far the the most complete team in my lifetime. And what yeah. to me is and the can, most and can hey, real quick, hold on. How old are you? I am fifty eight years old. Okay, so you saw the Flyers, you saw the Phillies in eighty, and you saw the eighty three Sixers. Okay, I was I was at Game Six in nineteen eighty. Uh, right behind the, the Phillies dugout yep. when Pete Rose made Bob Boone bobble the ball because he had no reason being over there. Um, <laughs> that's a good take. I've heard that. Oh no! Listen, that's yes, it, that's that, a good one. Yeah, I, I think I think Bob years and Bob Boone thought that. Finally admitted it. Yeah, yes, Bob yeah. Boone finally. But uh, what's really remarkable <laughs> is that that in a five year span they built the best team in football again. With a completely new staff. Well, and they're and, new... and when they win, Ken, they're going to be the first team to win that soon with a different coach and a different quarterback. Right. There have but been others what... that have won with a different coach. There have been others that won a different quarterback, but never the. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I take that back. Seventy-seven Raiders, eighty Raiders, different coach, different quarterback. Oh yeah, because it was Madden to Flores. Yeah, yeah Madden yeah, to Flores and, and Stabler, Stabler and to Plunkett. Yeah. yeah. How about that? So I guess but... I guess what I heard is in the salary cap. It's a salary right. cap. That, salary that cap stat here. that was going around was about the salary Got cap. Got it. I'm sorry, Ken. Go ahead. Well, you asked the question of, you know, what was the first thing you thought of? And it's it's funny. Maybe I spent a little bit too much time listening to WIP, if that's possible. The, the first thing I thought of when the Eagles won Sunday night, I was reminded of John Ritchie ranting and raving right around this time two years ago when they hired Nick Sirianni, yeah. somebody nobody ever heard of, instead of Josh McDaniel, or Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy's not a head coach in the NFL yet, and Josh McDaniel is Josh McDaniel, yeah. and that was the first thing that came into my head. You know, Ken, that's fa- mm-hmm. now that's fascinating. Great call, John. I mean, there's been so much in the last 24 months, and to a certain extent, 36 months and 48 months when you go back to when you started seeing, you know, some cracks with the Eagles. Um, what are your thoughts, John? Because that guy thought of you. Yeah. On that, I mean, think about what like they 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 I... they they kept. They kept Howie. Most people didn't want him kept. Right. They fired Doug. About half of people didn't want him fired. Mm-hmm. They traded Carson. They about, drafted Jalen well, even, before, even that. before that. I mean, come on. And probably 90%. The most hated pick. I mean, I yeah. hated it. I admitted yeah. it. I've since admitted I was wrong. I mean, they made so. I mean, they defined as Lurie and Howie made four or five critical decisions, most of which went against the grain of what the public wanted. It's incredible. And. They were right. They were right. Uh, repeatedly. <laughs> Definitively. Repeatedly. Uh, nailed it. And, you know, that's, I guess, to Howie's credit, to this organization's credit, to Jeffrey Lurie's credit. He had a vision. Yeah. He had a belief. 
and he knew that he was right despite it, the the public backlash. Yeah, and it's not to say they've been right on on every because no one's going to swing. Uh, you know, they a shouldn't have paid Carson. We know that that was a mistake. Well, yeah, that contract. Like we can yeah. look at things in the past that they've done wrong. Look, the Rager Jefferson thing still stinks. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a bummer. Uh, and it'll be a bummer for the next ten to fifteen years because Justin Jefferson might go down as he might go down as the second best wide receiver of all time when it's all said and done. I mean he he's going to be standing on the on the on the steps of Canton, Ohio, in about eighteen years, and he's and, and his stats could eclipse Jerry Rice. Maybe him and Jalen get their gold jackets together. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> well, which Jalen? We talking Rager or Hurts? I was talking Hurts, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but John, I'm struck. That caller the thought, same draft by the way. I, mean, I, know, Hertz, I yeah, know. Yeah. John, that caller thought of you. Yeah. I, Halfrey. I, talk to me about Halfrey. You were very critical of Halfrey. I was apoplectic. You sung that tune for about two years. What are your thoughts? About the, the what felt like the overbearing nature of the front office, that they uh, were too set in their ways and that they were making mistakes. I mean, clearly, they were not making mistakes. And I now appreciate the fact that they were so set in their ways and they've just been just like our offense was on the front end of things in 17 and now in 2022 2023 this front office has been on the front end of things i mean they were the first to bring the like deeper uh like numerical analysis to football i they've prided themselves on sort of being i don't know smarter like less uh meat heady front office we're gonna we're gonna take the numbers and examine them and apply them and there were times i felt like that was wrong uh the you know the the way they run camp i thought that was wrong. yeah you really thought Over that the top, one was wrong. I, yeah. I was i i was absolutely certain that this would fail and at, at every turn They've proven me wrong and themselves like superior. And this, I'll this say is this: an unbelievable organization. Here's another one I was wrong about, at least to this point, for sure. I, I was b- before the AJ Brown trade. I was pretty outspoken about I don't want a hundred million dollar wide receiver. Oh yeah, I remember that. I was very yeah. like I was. Put your money elsewhere, you know. Like, and I also was, and again, prior to the trade of AJ Brown, then when I saw it was AJ Brown, I'm like, oh. Guess I guess I'm okay with it. But I was against. No, if you, you were remember about AJ, well, being I was productive. I was well. I was yeah. I thought he'd be very good. I didn't think his his stats would be all that. And part of that was my lack of belief in Hurts. But I also thought, you know what? Just hold on to that first round draft pick. You know, just get get it get a young kid who's 22 years old. You can have him for the next 10 to 12 years. And, you know, you get him on a cheap deal on his rookie contract. Now, it turns out they traded for, I think, A.J. Brown's only 24, I think. So they ended up getting a really young guy who they hopefully can have for about eight years. But the, but conceptually, I was against going all in on a big wide receiver. I was like, no, put your money elsewhere. Well, they put money there, and they're about to win a Super Bowl. James, I know you got something in there. What do you got? Yeah, good news. Uh, obviously, uh, amazing. The Eagles played two playoff games and really wanting only one guy, like, leaving the game we were worried about. Yep. Landon Dickerson, update from Jeff McClain. Eagles, Landon Dickers. Eagles left guard Landon Dickerson suffered a hyperextension of his right elbow, but an MRI Monday came back negative, and he's expected to play in the Super Bowl. Good. NFL sources said he will likely wear a brace on his elbow during practice and in the game. Call it the All-22. They're going to have all 22 dudes out there, Super Bowl Sunday. They're the, the normal starters. Has when that happened before? Boy, that's a – It can't I, – I just said last I week, I don't imagine. think it could happen in a championship game, like a conference championship game, much less a Super it's Bowl. Wild. It, it's wild. It's a war of attrition it every is. year. Like, what are the odds? And, again, that's part of why I enjoy it now while you have it, not just the talent but the yeah. luck because they have had some yeah. luck this year. Let's talk to Matt right now. Matt, you're on WIP. 
Hey, guys, good morning. You are all three of you doing such a great job of describing such a strange feeling as an Eagles fan. I mean, the roller coaster we go on with the Phillies or the 2017 Eagles, um, this isn't false bravado. It's all in fact. And I had this weird feeling sitting down for the Niners game like John, where I'm like, why aren't I nervous? Why don't I feel like I need to throw <laughs> yeah. up like I always do before yeah. every Eagles-Phillies championship game? And it's because we're that good. And there was a play in the Giants game that convinced me we were going to win Super Bowl. Uh, I flew in for the game. It was exciting, great. My son flew up from college. Uh, such a great thing to share. We're watching the game, going crazy. Eagles win. Don't, never worried about them losing. Go back to the hotel room, sit on the bed, throw on the highlights. And, and you, you were talking about this um, before about how you don't quite see everything in the game. So they're showing the highlights and I see Hassan Reddick get his arms around Daniel Jones and Jones gets away. And then in a blink, suddenly you're seeing Jones falling again and throwing the ball away. And they're like, is it grounding? And it's Hassan Reddick. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Mm. And they show the play again. Reddick gets in there, gets Jones, falls down, springs back up, chases Jones down and, and, and sacks him. And I'm like, my God, this team does not give up. This is totally emblematic of the way that they're not going to lose. Yeah. And uh, I just thought besides Jalen's cool and everything like that, that there's something in this team that just says we're not going to lose. And uh, it's such a weird feeling to sit down on a Sunday. I agree with something you just said a little bit ago, Joe, that it's like, this does feel like we've never been that, and I don't mean the dynasty, that Patriots team going into the Super Bowl, that Seahawks team. People right. should fear us. People should be like, oh, my God, how are we yeah. going to beat the Eagles? I would, Matt, I would, I would guess, and Matt, great call, and we could look it up, but I would guess in the last 30 years when Philly sports teams have made the title round, and by the way, it made it maybe a little bit more than you'd think. From, from After 83 until 17, Philadelphia sports teams were one and nine in the finals. So they'd made it 10 times. I would bet you almost every, almost every time, not every time, but almost every time they were underdogs. Flyers were certainly underdogs to Gretzky, 85 and 87. Flyers, I do believe, were a favorite against the Red Wings in 97, but got smoked. But I actually felt pretty good about that series going in. I didn't know the Red Wings were like, you know, second best team of all time. Um, Phillies and Rays, James, help me on that one. Uh, that was pretty close because people were talking excited about the Rays. I think the Phillies were favorites, but that was a close one. The Phils, Joe Madden thing, all that. Phillies were an underdog to the Yankees. They were an yes. underdog to the Astros a couple months ago. Uh, Eagles were an underdog to the Patriots in 04. Eagles were an underdog to the Patriots in 17. I mean, you got some heavy history there. You get there, but you're not supposed to win, mm-hmm. at least nationally, perspective-wise. This one, um, Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I believe that. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 215-592-9494. Mike Quick at 11 o'clock. Phone calls throughout the show. At a great time to be a Philly sports fan on 94 WIP. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. It's a remarkable football team we got in town this year. Just incredible. It might even be better than Johnny B. Good. John, 2022 Eagles or Johnny B. Good? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it's I know, that's as a, close that... to perfection as you can get on both fronts. 
I'll take the 2022 Eagles, man. Wow. World champs. World champs. Wow. And that that was my favorite song for the longest time. It, I think it is rock and roll. That's started a <laughs> movement, man. All right, James, I got one more for John. We're going to put yeah, him in a, in a voice here. John Ritchie, 2022 Eagles or Star Wars. Oh come on, man! The that's whole, the... the whole thing, the whole, the, the nine movies plus the the, the spinoff, the Mandalorian. You got Darth Vader. <sighs> I mean, like, it's a ba- it's very a big influential. Ass. However, he breathes in, <laughs> in my life. Can you that... do a Darth Vader breathing? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. For the Twitter poll question of the day today, we'll make it. At least a little simpler. Twitter poll question of the day. Are the 2022 Eagles the best Philadelphia sports team you've ever seen? A, yes, B, no. Now, obviously, that you've seen, it's going to be different for different people based on how old you are. I mean, let's just be real. It is. Uh, if you saw Will and the 67 Sixers or the 83 Sixers, you know, you might have a different answer than someone who's younger than you. But you can vote for yourself. Are the 2022 Eagles Best Philly sports team you've ever seen. Certainly, you can weigh in on the phone lines as well. 215-592-9494. Damon's with us right now. What's up, Damon? Yo! Yo! Guys, you took, you took the words right out of my mouth about this team. I am just I just wanted to call and say, I mean, I'm so proud of them. Like, yeah. it, it, it's exciting to be a fan of this team. And I think that seeing how the season has unfolded and how everything has gone, it's just been dominant. It's been nothing short of dominant. And... I love the fact that these last two games in the link have just been defensive displays of, of we are going to go in and, 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 and both sides of the ball. With, with running the ball, we've just smashed teams in the mouth. And I'm, I was eight years old in 2004. I was at the link for the NFC Championship game then, or 2003 at the time, um, and, or it was 2004. But I was there for that. I was eight years old. I was in 2017 at the link. I've been to that playoff run and this playoff run, and I just think that this team is absolutely the greatest. Um, the true greatness will lie in what happens in two weeks, but uh, I'm just proud of them. I think it's, it's, it's exciting to see this team do this well, um, and it's all led by number one, and he is just yeah. – you can't do anything but stand behind him and, and root for the guy. Totally. Um, By the way, you want, to, you want to stand behind him last night? You had to go to a Syracuse basketball game. How about, I did see that. How about her showing up that. at a Syracuse, Syracuse basketball UVA game? Even it wasn't like it was like Oklahoma <laughs> or Alabama or something. What in the world? I guess it was now, just get, getaway thing, time. Just go watch some college hoops <laughs> in the, the dome. The other thing too with this team that I'm excited about, and this is for the future too, because I think they have a chance to cement themselves for this year. I mean, going against Patrick Mahomes. But there's a lot of young guys that we have that are going to fill the shoes of our veterans that have already seen a Super Bowl, and they're going to experience the Super Bowl but have years of being a part of this team. And that's what makes me truly, truly excited. 2017 came together in, we can say, say it now, almost kind of just pieced together how he did his thing. But this team has a lot of moving parts that, that though the whole team won't be together, there's a lot of young talent that's getting this experience yeah. of being in a Super Bowl that – if they climb this mountain, they reach the top. I mean, who knows? The well, listen, that, that, and, Damon, and you're beyond. Now you're right. I will say this though: it, it it doesn't always manifest in the future the way you might think it would. As a for instance, when the Eagles won in 2017, they had some really talented young players that we thought were going to be bright for a long time. Most notably, Carson Wentz. 
I mean, we were on cloud nine about Carson. And that didn't work out after that. Corey Clement didn't really work out after that. Jalen Mills didn't really work out after that. And by the way, guys like Corey Clement and Jalen Mills, you know, continue to be NFL players. I, I, I think Jalen Mills still is. He was as of last year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure his deal this year. But Corey Clement's still in the league. But, John, we thought Corey Clement might become, like, really good. And he's not. He's just a, a journeyman running back. And good for him. I'll always be a fan. But, you know, it, it didn't always – not all the guys turned into what we maybe would have expected. Yeah, and wow, uh, that is strange to think back to the way I felt, the way we felt about those young players. Sure. And I do think some of that had to do with the way Doug and the organization handled winning. I, I, I didn't like, you know, when we showed up to training camp the next year and it was still, remember Doug, made a statement when they handed the rings out. This is the last we are referring to that game, that win. And then he went and did a book tour. Yeah, like a month later did a book tour. Like right before the season. Remember Malcolm said, take all the banners down. They did that whole thing too. And then we went to training camp and we were sitting there and they're playing audio from the Super Bowl over speakers blasting out to the practice itself. Now, I guess some of that was to – I don't know, make for the it fans. A, a more hospitable yeah, environment for, for sure. the fans. Yeah. But, but hey, the players could hear it too. And they lingered too long on the success. Uh, I don't know if that affected individual players uh, across the board, but I do think that gave them a false sense of security heading into the next year, and they didn't perform the way they should. Yeah, they, they did not. You're right. Now, they also were very injured in 18 and 19, so I've always wondered what they would have looked like if they weren't decimated. Um, let me ask you guys a question. You know, Super Bowl, you always get crazy odds. You know, how long's the national anthem? I mean, you can do that for every game, but Super Bowl really comes out of the woodwork. Crazy odds. Let's talk about the parade. If you were setting the line for um, a quote that will be said in the parade that I believe will happen, the parade will happen, I don't think the quote will, what are the chances of Nicholas Sirianni taking the podium on that Wednesday or Thursday parade day and saying, uh, this is the new norm? (laughs) Zero point zero percent. Zero percent. But it would be funny. (laughs) He's like, it'd be hilarious. Maybe you could quote Charlie and Doug. He'd be like, "This is Philadelphia. This is the new norm." (laughs) And see how people react. Let's go to Charlie in Douglasville. Hi, Charlie. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Dude, I am so pumped up. This city is so electrified right now. It is just. I, I can't even explain. I'm just so happy. It's on fire, man. Yeah, the feeling the feeling is tremendous. You know, um, our defense is shutting everybody down. Our offense, offensive line is just amazing. I I, I don't see us losing. I, we could play anybody, the Bills, the Bengals. didn't matter. We're, we're just going to beat everybody. I, I just know it. I can feel it in my bones. Well, I agree with you, Charlie. I, I mean, I, I feel an unusual level of calm and confidence. Now, I wonder if part of that is we're, you know, two weeks away still. Some of it, some of the calm is two weeks away. I'm going to get the butterflies, I'm sure. When I'm we sure. Get closer. Yeah. I, but I absolutely feel very secure right now. Yeah. Like there's, a, there's a certainty. Yeah, it's weird, man. That is not normal. Especially against, you know, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's like going up against like Jordan. It's like, oh, yeah, we got this. I know. No worries. And Andy Reid, hey. by the way. Yeah. Hey, John. Yeah. Um, 
it was just so disgraceful how the Niners were acting during that game. I mean, punching the ball like that, losing their cool. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like that in your yeah in your uh, days? Hey, when when uh, you are accustomed to winning and things are slipping away, that there's nothing more frustrating. They were they watching their season die, and that right. you got real competitors over there that didn't know how to handle the situation. That's for sure. And, yeah, it was ugly. And it I, was. I thought that, yeah, that there was a lot that went down that was not uh, flattering for the 49ers organization. And I, you know, it put a dent in my respect for the way that those guys uh, handled themselves. Yeah, and it's a bad example for uh, the younger kids coming up, too, yeah. to see, see yeah. that kind of play. And, we, uh, but we but the bottom line was like they they are not they've never had someone push them around the way we pushed them yeah. around. they're they're accustomed to being the bully and and we uh we 49er well I think they were also frustrated because they knew a, a realistic shot for them to win was kind of stripped away with the removal of not one but yeah, two quarterbacks that's gotta be I mean, rough. that's gotta stink man look I was in that position I yeah in the AFC championship in 2000 the uh so Tony Saragusa fell on Rich Gannon and it, you know in the end zone broke his collarbone. We had no chance. Well, John, you were in that position twice because you don't dwell as much on the O three one, but Donovan yeah. got knocked out in the second yeah. quarter of the game versus Carolina on a cheap shot, on yeah. a cheap shot, and that was that. I mean, you know, Detmer came in, but come on, that's a big part of the reason why there's only three points scored, fourteen to three. By the way, I get the frustration thing. I mean, I've told you guys, I think I've told you before, intramural basketball my senior year of college, oh. I got so frustrated. Oh, it's like the same thing. <laughs> I know, I know. No, no, but check this out. No, I, did, I pulled a 49 apples to Dude, apples. I pulled a 49ers, except oh, I didn't. is this when you threw the ball? No, no, that oh. was justified. Yeah. That was the guy that kicked me. That was in high school, and that was the guy that kicked me underneath the pile on a tie-up. Uh, I was getting my butt whooped in this basketball game. My buddy was just killing me on the other team. This other team was a freaking machine. They did win the intramural championship. We were probably the second best team, but we got knocked out. And I was getting crushed so bad. John, I got so frustrated. This is embarrassing. I tried to tackle a guy. <laughs> and I missed him. <laughs> I missed him. How? I, mean, I completely like I did the. And they were down. back to Joe's Closed football skills right here, yeah. guys. This is before Brian Dawkins was you an eagle. Squinted your eyes closed. Yeah, this was. You were kind of afraid of the contact. Yeah, this was like the spring of '96. I, I no, I'm sorry, spring he's of two, no, no, I'm sorry. Ro he's diving. Yeah. No, I'm getting it wrong. No, Doc was an eagle, but I probably didn't know of the Doc. Remember the Doc like Superman tackle thing when he would like full, leap, yeah. yeah, full leap and just put his whole body into it. I tried that, probably not out of reverence to Brian Dawkins. I mean, I. I just was so frustrated. I went for that. I totally missed the guy. I landed like on my freaking face. It was awful. And it was purely born out <laughs> yeah, of I, I was you had video I was totally aggravated. So I kind of get the 49ers you thing You're the a guy bit. who threw the pen after you lost to beat the hammer. I did we throw. We pretty upset. <laughs> All right, 215-592-9494. Hey, we had to give away today an Eagles NFC Conference Championship uh, T-shirt. You can purchase yours at any of the Eagles Pro Shops located at Lincoln Financial Field, shops at Rockvale in Lancaster, or in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Uh, of course, you can also just win one right here today. And, you know, guys, we got to start getting accustomed to the number 57. There's a few things when it, you know, like the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, 
you got to know what's – look, I only found out two days ago it's Super Bowl 57. I didn't know. It is Super Bowl 57. Like, it matters. I, yeah, I, I know. keep the volume on my TV at 52. Listen, like, I do weird stuff like that. 52 is a thing. It matters. Like, certain scores are a thing. Dates are a thing. You know, Sixers won in 83, May 31st, 1983. Phillies won on October 29th, 2008. You know, Eagles, obviously, you know, the February date. You know, so – uh, numbers matter, date matter, and John, knowing that 57 is probably going to go down as a super special number in the history of our lives because the Eagles are probably going to win Super Bowl 57. Also, by the way, famous for that Heinz bottle, you know, Heinz bottle. It's got mm. the 57 on the side, which, by the way, is the spot to hit the bottle if the ketchup is struggling to come out. Just hit the 57 and bang, bang. Like People that? Are, do we? Even, are, do you even make those I glass bottles anymore? Glass bottle. It's all the squeeze now. Yeah, it's like a they lot don't really. It's a shame, but those those were fun. They were That's classic, you man. You hit, you hit it right there. Dirty. Um, so anyway, give me. I, I want to hear a famous number today. Everyone that calls in, give me a famous number. We'll basically know why. I mean, you say the number; it's pretty obvious what, what why it's famous. John, I, maybe we'll arrive at the most famous number. Give me a famous number, John. I don't know if you go on Mount Rushmore or not. What do you got? I think this is a Mount Rushmore. It's one of the most essential relationships in mathematics. Okay. Pi. Yeah, yeah. not a number. And you, you're it's just, a number. You're what just, are you talking no, about? You're just trying to cause trouble again. It, it okay. is a number. It's I the ratio of the circumference to the diameter of a circle, and it's constant, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, 3.14, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't that end. is a number. It doesn't end. Seltzer, give me a number. And give me an actual number this time. You drive me crazy with this. <laughs> it, and I think anyone who knows math out there, you drive even more crazy. Um, it's my favorite number. My wedding anniversary is on August 13th. We started dating on October 13th of, of 07. Yep. Like 13. Lucky 13. I unlucky like 13. 13 is my favorite it's number. It's a very it's famous a, number. 13 number. was my soccer number. It's a, yeah, well, that's I love thirteen. And you sought it out, or you were given it? Uh, originally, I was given. Okay, it, but then I sought it out. Thirteen's a very famous number. I'm going to give you a number that's super famous, but when I say it, you're not going to necessarily recognize it as famous. Uh, one thousand seven hundred seventy-six is one of the most famous numbers in the world. Seltzer, one thousand seven hundred seventy-six. It is seventeen seventy-six. Bingo, bingo. I mean, come on, man. Start start of the start of the whole shebang around here. But when you say it like that, 1,776, it sounds weird. By the way, John, what is uh, when, when it's like uh, 2420, what are we going to call that? What are the future people going to call it? Is that 2,420? Is that 2420? I think 2420. It's just weird because we called it like 1983, 1984, mm-hmm. and now it's like 2004. Well, it's yeah. just, it just. But I think it'll be 21. I don't know. 19, uh, Future people are going to have to figure it out. All right, give us a famous number. Give us your thoughts on the birds. Obviously, they continue to dominate, and I do believe they are the best team um, in the last at least 39 years in Philly sports, and I think um, they're one of the great, great, great football teams of the salary cap era, one of the very best, and the best Philly sports team I've seen. Jeff in Wilmington. Hi, Jeff. Guys, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. Um, it kind of amazes me when you think back – like two years ago, how good this team is right now. I know. Dude, think about this. The only thing we really had to complain about was the fact that our special teams was kind of crappy in the middle of the season with coverage. Yep. And our punter. That's it. (laughs) That's it. And and that they lost the game to the Saints (laughs) that they really didn't need to win. Yeah, well, as far – I'm just talking about like – I know know what you're talking about. The talent of the team. I know. I know. Um, and 
how about the idea that Hallie Roseman basically turned – this team has basically been completely turned over with the exception of four main guys, uh, Kelsey and Lane on the offensive line yeah. and Fletcher and, Brand, and um, BG on the defensive line. Yep. It's like a completely new team. And I agree with you, Joe. Um, it's the best team talent-wise put together. It kind of reminds me of the 08 Phillies. Whereas the 17 Eagles remind me of the 93 Phillies. A lot of guys had career years. Everything came together all at once, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And this team is more uh, um, just more put together. Um, you know, you got a lot of young guys. You got enough old guy, right. older guys that have experience. And these young guys are hungry. The older guys are there to tell them to calm down. You know, we still got one more game. To no, play. I know what you mean. Yeah, and they're gonna have to keep them. Yeah. To, it's they're not gonna be able to keep them all. I'll tell you, Jeff. When no. you when you talk back to two years ago, bring that up. Mm-hmm. I remember John and I and James. We would talk often and sometimes do whole shows centered around how little young talent the Eagles had, and we basically yeah. identified it as two or three guys tops. It was always yeah. Goddard, kind of Miles Sanders, but only kinda, and this mulatta guy. If he ever turns out to be any good. That was yeah. the list. Now it's like the- Landon Dickerson. Now it's well. Think about just that Devontae one. Smith. Well, the, the Goddard draft. Like think about that draft alone. I mean, they got Goddard. They got Josh Sweat. They got right, Devontae Maddox. How about and Jay- they got Mylotta. Right. All this, it's four right. like legit important starters right. in the same draft. How about this Jalen Hurts guy? Yeah, he's all right. So he, he like John. Don't you think things changed when Howie started drafting from the the big college programs? Well, it definitely got like, better. Once then. upon it a did. time, it felt like he avoided. That. I agree with you. Like inexplicably. Like what are you doing going out to the You're west? Right. Coast and 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 all like right there, we're, we're SEC sure. teams. Like, Jalen is it, the it greatest change. insurance policy that's ever been bought because <laughs> there was no way he was he was brought in here to be the, be what he is now. Not initially. No, no, he wasn't. Right. But but well, they they it, did it man. because they did have doubts yeah, on Carson. Yeah, it wasn't just to be a backup. That was like a uh, at least he's a backup. Yeah. Well, no, Jeff. A, I don't know. Yeah, no, James. I disagree with you on I that. I think they he, thought he would be. Carson's backup. Yeah, I think, the they, I think but so, too. I think too. they knew Carson. They did, but nobody saw it crashing and burning 12 months later. You don't use the 53rd pick better. for a backup. You don't. You take him in the fourth round, whatever. If it's someone you're going to develop, whatever. I agree with you. That The idea was, all right, well, this is a Carson's backup, but you can't tell me that knowing Carson, knowing how that dude's built, yeah. watching him all those years, seeing what happened in the playoff game, that they weren't like, hmm. No question. That's all no, I'm saying. No question. And, guys, I've told but you. But he's a quarterback. I mean, still, the second round is late for a I know. franchise for a quarterback. But he's not. He franchise... was not if you're not drafting him to but be a franchise quarterback. But think about it the other way. But think about it the other way. If they were drafting him to be the starter, it would have been a top five I'm pick, not saying they were drafting pick. him to be the starter. I'm saying they were drafting him as a backup, but knowing that the guy that was their starter, they weren't 100% sure of. So it was like I... a double-barrel thing. Uh, Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying, James. I know what you mean. By the way, it is incredible. If Carson had not collapsed, Jalen probably would still not have seen the field. I mean, I'm just being like, Kurt Warner would not have seen the oh, field in St. Louis if Trent lot. Green hadn't gotten hurt. There's a lot that goes into that. You want to see? You want to see the field? Still have Doug Peterson as our coach. No, I get it, but yeah. but you would have you would have Jalen under contract. Like he might have seen the field on some individual games when Carson continued to play it and got hurt, and then Jalen came in for a game or two or three. But if Carson Wentz was good, currently good, and had been good the last three years, if he was good, yeah. Jalen Hurts would have played. Would not have played. Well, 
they they played him like seven snaps a game. Remember you know, what yes. that looked like? Yeah, it was a little yeah trick play stuff. It was it was like the foundation of our offense now to some degree. Right. But but you know what I, you know what I mean. I really mean really play. play. Be the starter. Jalen Hurts yeah. would. I mean, people say you know if Wally Pipp doesn't get hurt, does Lou Gehrig play? I don't know. Eighty years ago, I wasn't there. But there weren't that many teams in baseball. You didn't have free agency. So if Wally Pipp doesn't get hurt, maybe Lou Gehrig never comes along. I, I, you know, I don't you know. Gotta wonder, you got to wonder if they would have uh, put the kibosh on Carson anyway. Uh, if he were playing well, do you try to trade him off because you know that the right. team gravitates toward the other guy well, instead of Carson, even though Carson was playing well? Well, then there's the, the flip theory. You're right, John. That is a theory because Jalen would have probably – dudes would have been vibing with him in the locker room. Absolutely. But there's also the, the flip side. Do you trade Hurts – to remove that threat. Right. I mean, guys, the Green Bay Packers had a young, excellent Mark Brunel. Excellent player. Never played, but Mike Holmgren knew he was good. He also knew he had Brett Favre. He said, bye-bye, Brunel. Let me try to get something for you while I can. And he got, mm-hmm. he got some haul from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So they, they might have traded Jalen if Carson – I mean, it's a wild, wild what-if. James, we, we did something about six months ago, what-ifs in Philly sports history. I mean, think about it. Yeah. If Carson doesn't fall apart – does Jalen ever really see the field as an Eagles starting quarterback? It's a great one. If, yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't, honestly. 215-592-9494. Do we give the front office credit for letting it fall apart? No, I give Carson degree? credit for completely falling apart. Thank you, Carson. Thank you. God bless you. But look. God they, bless you, my but son. The, but the front office, <laughs> look, I, once upon a time I had very little faith in what their plan was. Yes. Was the plan eventually to no. let Carson? Love this. 4D. He's gone from no plan to 4D dissolve. chess. <laughs> no, that was not the plan. They knew he was. They knew he was a problem, and they knew things were starting to not, you know, show so good. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Mike Quick joins us next. Mike on the journey of these two years and how they got here, and what an amazing squad the Eagles have. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie. That's all next on WIP. Hey guys, Valentine's Day is uh, almost here. And, guys, it's crunch time. Now, if you are still dragging your feet, and I know many are, here's my advice. Get yourself to Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. They've got an amazing selection of gifts at every price point, so you're guaranteed to walk out with something that will make you look like an all-star this year. Visit their showroom. It's right there on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, and tell them I sent you. They'll take great care of you. Or you can always shop online at FamilyJewelers.com. That's FamilyJewelers.com. Family and Company Jewelers, they are awesome at what they do. Experts and wonderful people, and they will help you. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.